This is a story about a girl who grew up believing what many girls believe, that one day she would fall in love with the man of her dreams, marry him, have kids, and live happily ever after. Yet as she grew older, all she felt was confused. The messages she was getting from her parents, her friends, her school, the media, about looks and love and sex and relationships, all seemed to be pointing in different directions. I blame Cinderella, and Barbie for that matter. Ever since I was a little girl, even though my parents were hippies who pushed the Sunshine family over Barbie and public television over Disney, I grew up with visions of Prince Charming and Ken dancing in my head. That vision involved meeting a man, falling in love, knowing he was the one, and then having children. I grew up believing that sex happened within that very specific and societally prescribed realm. And despite not knowing exactly what sex was, I knew it was something that two grown-ups did in private when they loved each other very much. I clung to that ideal, like a lot of young girls do. I played bride and wedding and happily ever after, and I assumed that one day my perfect man and I would ride off into the sunset and go do that sex thing. The ongoing themes of love and sex and marriage were all included in the same brew, no one idea mutually exclusive from the others. As I got older and outgrew my princess obsession, like many girls entering adolescence, I simply moved on to other media visions of love and sex and marriage. But they all communicated the same happily ever after message about falling in love and having sex. Occasionally, something would slip out about having sex before marriage, but it was generally assumed that marriage was in your future, your near future, unless, of course, you were a slut, and no one I knew was striving for that. I grew up in a liberal household with parents who told me I could do anything I set my mind to and be anyone I wanted to be. So when my own vision strayed from the cliched one I was surrounded with, my parents were able to roll with the punches. When I was about eight or nine, I told them, When I grow up, I'm going to live in a penthouse in New York City, and I'm going to have lots of boyfriends. But I'm never going to get married, and I'm never going to have any children, and I'm going to be the first woman president of the United States. You can be anything you like and live however you like, my mom responded. But you don't have to make any of those decisions yet. You can change your mind a hundred times before you head out into the world, and even once you do. So you see, I was groomed to think for myself, to be able to dissect the messages I encountered. Perhaps because of this training, or in spite of it, as early as high school, things just didn't seem quite right to me. Every cultural standard that confronted me told me that sex before marriage was bad, that nice girls waited until marriage, that virginity was something your future husband expected of you. Meanwhile, the media was blasting images, yes, even back then, of young girls who exuded sex appeal. Take the famous Calvin Klein ad from 1980 in which 15-year-old Brooke Shields purred, Do you want to know what comes between me and my Calvins? Nothing. The underlying message was about sex and desirability, and even about her landing a man despite her ridiculously young age. And wasn't that what I was supposed to be looking for? I was 10 years old, and I felt like I had to look like her. At the same time, Brooke Shields was so distant a creature that it seemed preposterous to imagine myself ever being that seductive. 